Hey, it's Under Review Podcast. It ain't Christmas, it ain't Easter, it ain't New Year's, it ain't Ahmed's birthday or Ramadan, but we're providing all the fans with another episode, so enjoy. Hey, so basically our idea with this podcast, man, we have a lot on our mind. We just finished with Bohemian Rhapsody's pod, but I feel like we still got a lot more to talk about. We didn't want to push one, you know, up to 40 minutes or whatever, so we just thought we'd, you know, drop an extra. Plus, we got the Chargers game in the back, so you know I got a lot to say about that. My fantasy football team ain't doing too good, so got to vent to all you people out there. All right, Deez, what are the few things you you're kind of bringing up off camera and off uh, off uh, microphone? Shit, I mean, I can't say all the things I was talking about, but... Uh, oh, yeah, in the movie, I wanted them to talk about, like... Uh, whether or not his parents were like against his like his sexuality and stuff like that because they made it known they didn't like the music part of it but i'm guessing you know parents that are not like from western countries super like homophobic i wanted them to display that i wanted them to like show anger and like um um call them like derogatory terms stuff like that like to show like um despise of um his uh homosexuality or bisexuality yeah um so what i was thinking was Man, the whole time Freddie Mercury just used it as an excuse. He was, said he was bisexual, but I knew the whole time he wasn't bisexual. I could tell he was gay from the beginning, but you know it doesn't matter. I don't have a problem with anything like that. So, but it was a different time back then, you know. So he had to. I think he used that maybe as an excuse. Like he was, like, oh, I'm bisexual, because even his girl, his girlfriend at the time or his fiance, he was like, no, Freddie, you're gay, and she knew it right away too. I could tell by the way he looked at that trucker. Fun fact, I was going to work uh, Friday night, and I was listening to NPR, 89.3 FM. Shout out to you fools. Um, There was one of the band members, the guy that was, um, I don't know what what, what, uh, instrument he played, but he was the astrophysicist. He actually is an astrophysicist. That's crazy. Queen? From Queen? Brian. Brian May. Yeah, so Brian May was talking about how um, they asked him about his sexuality, and he's like, did he try to hide his sexuality? He's like, no. He would... Back then, it wasn't like you know okay to be sleeping with men, but he would honestly say like I'm the gayest guy you know. Also, he said early on in his uh, um, you know touring uh, with uh, Freddie Mercury, uh, there were more females in his bed than actual males like he would have sex with. So I think he was actually bisexual because he would sleep a lot of females. You're talking about Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Other than his uh, wife or girlfriend, or whatever, he would actually sleep with a lot of girls. I have a funny story about Freddie Mercury. Well, it's not really him. It's about a dolphin that was named Mercury, Mercurio. We went to Cancun for uh, for our, uh, my wife and I went to Cancun for our honeymoon. And then uh, one of the events, damn, I had a freaking nasty ear infection. Not a double ear infection. I had a, <laughs> not like this last time, but I did have an ear infection in my right ear. It was it was ridiculous, but I couldn't even get in the water. I was I, I still got in the water. It was it hurt a lot, but we managed out there. So one of the one of the events was we went to swim with the dolphins, and I was already kind of hesitant about swimming with dolphins because I don't really trust animals. Like I don't know why people like feeding giraffes or riding elephants or horses. I don't I don't like any of that. So and then they expected me to get in the into the into the water with this dolphin. I was like, hey, I don't know, man. It had like scars on it. It was like, yeah, hey, this is a wild one we just caught the other day or like the other day, but like a couple months ago. We're still we're still trading him. I was like, I'm good, bro. But the dude was like, hey, yeah, this dude's name Mer- Mercurio. This dolphin's Mercurio. I'm like, Mercurio. He's like, yeah, it's after Freddie Mercury, my favorite. Uh, my favorite singer and I was like oh that's cool I like Queen we have something in common you know but I see the 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 instructor kept crying and I was like what the hell's wrong with this guy and then he explained to my my wife and I that he was allergic to salt water and we're like what the hell he's in salt water the whole time but he's like oh I just like being in, I just like dolphins so much that I I like I just uh, forego my freaking aller- allergies to to salt water and just deal with it 
But anyway, I just want to say that the dolphin was really nice. His name was Mercurio, and he like pushed me through the water. And it was it wasn't as it was dangerous, but I guess I wouldn't do it again. But it was fun because I like I said, I don't trust animals. Was uh, Mercurio was he uh, or she the dolphin um, hypersexual? No, they didn't try to they didn't try to do anything to me. But I don't know. I should have asked. That would have been a good question. But I didn't know at the time that Freddie Mercury was bisexual. So yeah, but it was it was fun. The dolphin was nice. It was it was cool. So, but the one thing, um, the movie tried to paint him as a, as a good guy, but I don't know anything about Queen or Freddie Mercury. I'm just learning. But if the movie portrayed him the right way, uh, this fool was a sexual assaulter in the movie. This fool was a cheater in the movie. Because just because you're bisexual doesn't mean you can sleep with other people while being engaged. Doesn't mean you can grab like a random waiter's butt either. But no, yeah, he did not grab his butt. He grabbed his nutsack from the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah he grabbed his nutsack. <laughs> he did like the underneath reach around thing or whatever. Yes, he tried to flip him. <laughs> and, and then the fool acted like, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I read the signs wrong. This fool was picking a bottle. Yeah, so yeah, he grabbed that's it. another thing that didn't show because it was like, hey, he, he grabbed this guy's butt or whatever. You guys say his, his private parts. So he grabbed it and then it, they have a, a like a what two minute conversation that it shows in the film. And then later on, when he's when Freddie Mercury's all like rehabilitated or whatever, he, he, he that's his boyfriend, you know, it didn't really make sense. Yeah, it made no sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Something we didn't touch in the first pod, but yeah, that's something I just remembered right now. It's crazy, yeah. They, yeah. What you got, Richard? I mean, I don't really got much. I got a lot of it on, on off on the podcast, but yeah, I think overall it's a good movie. Just uh, that whole nutsacking part was just funny. I laugh because uh, we fucking have a not a joke because we don't do it to each other. But when you flip somebody from the back, like fucking from the nutsack, people do that. We talked about that, but. I just thought that was super funny. <laughs> yeah. So speaking about uh, you know like sexuality, I think there's a lot more gay people in the world or bi curious, where they're called, uh, because there were some kids in middle school and high school that were obsessed with touching nut sacks and touching ass. And no, but I'm being 100 percent serious. I think now that it's being more acceptable, I think there's gonna be a lot more and more people coming out. Because uh, I remember some guy we used to play basketball, and he ran, he called a nigga ball. But he has an excuse for touching ball sex. He would tap you in the ball. Uh, who is this? Ah, don't say names, but this one you're young. Uh, Br- Bryson. Are you fucking a junior in high no, school? No, I, I, I was literally. No, not Bryson. Like, uh, Bryson was there, so you can ask him about it. But we're in middle school, and this fool would just keep tapping, like, ball sex. And that was his way to be like, yeah, that was weird. So I think. I'm just, I'm just boxing out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out. Shout out to him. Fuck, man. Well, um. Because I, I was thinking throughout the movie, we, I just took a class, uh, it was called Mental Health, um, and I want to get into that after I graduate from my school. Um, I'm starting to think a lot of these rock stars and, and, and performers, a lot of them have like some kind of um, like mental like issue, like mental health issue, because um, sure, they can sing and they can dance or whatever, or they can act, but that's, the, that's their platform. But a lot of the time, like... It may be the drugs or maybe their personality, but a lot of times they have this manic personality where it's super high, super energetic, um, and a lot of times people that have like you know some kind of bipolar where they're super manic, they they have higher tendencies to use drugs. They have a higher tendency to have uh, be super hypersexual because I still can't fathom how someone can sleep with a girl every day for period of years like that's i mean that's the cocaine bro that's not that's not normal yeah it can be drugs but um i think the elite people in the world like the michael jordans the kobe's the um the freddie mercury's i think they do have some kind of issue and um that's what makes their greatness 
but also that can make their demise in Freddie Mercury's case. Yeah, everything kind of levels out, right? They can't be just great at everything, so they're maybe great at something, but then they're lacking, lacking in a certain other area. Like the social part. And like you said, it is a manic thing too, right? Because they, they want to be so great at something. Mm-hmm. that they, they obsess over it. Obsess over it, and they, they lack in other areas. And they have these highs. Three just score, baby. Philip Rivers, let's go. And they have these like super highs and lows where like, um, like, like for example, Jordan. Jordan had this crazy gambling uh, um, addiction and crazy... Um, he would gamble random basketball games, ra- random one left-handed shots. Um, he supposedly had like a, a lot of different partners. That's why his wife left him. And um, to this day, he blames his wife for leaving him. So um, I think uh, for being great, there's a cost. And I'm so interested about those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a very good point you bring up, actually. Man, greatness comes at a cost, man. I don't know. Okay, so you guys are saying that the Freddie Mercury movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, probably should have had more about that. Should have had more about mm-hmm. that, exactly. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just too general, I feel like. I get it, you know, it was two hours or 14 minutes, whatever, and you didn't want to disparage anyone's names, but sometimes you got to. If you want to make a truly great movie, yeah. be truly honest with everyone. Yeah, and something I wanted to bring up, too, is like, uh, man, this is something that we kind of talked off off uh, microphone or off air, I should start saying. Um Man, when you pass away tragically, like, you know, they always, people always see you in a positive light. And uh, I know that that's like something that's really touchy because, you know, somebody tragically lost their life. In this case, Freddie Mercury died because of AIDS. You know, he was young. A lot of people loved him, made amazing music. And even though he did bad things in his life, like, he was still seen as a very good person. Like, there's statues of him. You know, this movie painted him in a super positive light. That's why I feel like they skipped all the bad stuff because they're not really trying to, you know, put any any taint on his name. You know what I'm saying? But it's like uh, at the end of the day, you got to tell the real the real side of the story. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that um, I don't know anything about Freddie Mercury more than the movie told me is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because there's people that, you know, they pass away early and whether they're a good or a bad person, they're always going to be seen good because it was a tra- tragedy. You know what I'm saying? So that was something I feel like that's why the movie left out all that bad stuff. That's why they left out all the drug and the, you know, sex and all that bad stuff because they didn't want to paint. They didn't want people to, you know, see him in a bad light. You know what I mean? Which I understand. But I mean, like, um, this movie's introducing Freddie Mercury to a lot of new people like myself. I didn't know who he was. So paint the good, paint the bad. Don't just paint only the good and uh the extent of his drug use was taking a multivitamin it looked like it wasn't even like him taking real drugs a freaking uh, uh official stone gummy yeah like um and an- another question i want to ask is do you think freddie mercury would have uh made in today's uh era like era of like um uh coming out of sexual assaults coming out with like uh video cam proof of him doing stuff you know like a couple, i think two years ago uh, Rihanna was uh, supposedly smoking crack in, in a club or whatever. And there's photos. Do you think now, uh, Freddie Mercury, um, the stories I hear now, uh, it's only been like a few hours since I watched the movie, but I've been hearing this like, crazy drug stories and stuff like that. Do you think uh, he would be seen in a good light now if he would do what he did back in the 70s? I don't know if I'm going to answer your question, but what I think is that back then, during that time, maybe the 70s, 80s, and I don't know, 90s, we were more into anti-heroes and more into um, people that had flaws and more into uh, accepting people and building people up instead of tearing them down. I think now with social media and everything, like 
you can't really you have to really be on point and if you mess up everyone looks to to cloud on you to bring you down tear you down so it's kind of it'll i think it'll be harder for him but his i don't know he was he was really great at what he did so maybe if you're great at something some people let it slide you know but yeah. i don't know well we'd have to see that's 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 a crazy question though yeah, because I don't know anything about his life, but, like, the movie portrayed him grabbing asses, you know, him, him doing crazy amount of drugs. Like, the only people nowadays are making it and are doing those things, uh, Not maybe not necessarily grabbing ass, but, like, um, you know, doing drugs are the people that come out out front, like, future, the weekend. Like, they're like, oh, I do drugs. And I think before they even got famous, they were, like, known to do drugs. But um, I think maybe Freddie Mercury would have been type... Uh, to hide it and then get caught, and then that's when you you ruin your career. I think the difference between now and then is there's people now that talk about doing drugs in their music and don't even do drugs. Future's uh, one of those. He he's openly said I don't really do drugs like that. No, I'm just rapping about it. Like look at that. Freddie Mercury lived everything. You know what I mean? There's people nowadays just talking about stuff just to talk about it. You know what I mean? So people are just, uh, you know, it's not as authentic or maybe it's just kind of whack, you know, that they do that because that's not cool. I was going to say maybe drugs are more prevalent now too. I'm not saying like the majority of people use them, but more people maybe use them openly now than as opposed to back then, you know, and there's more knowledge about drugs. So it's like, oh, people know maybe they're not as dangerous if you use them in doses. So it's like it's more accepted among our culture as opposed to in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? Okay, um, another question. I'm going to go a little off topic. Um, why do you think R. Kelly is getting off with all these random ass... You can't go off topic, Diesel. We got no topic. I got... Okay, whatever. We, we can make an off-record kind of podcast once. But, uh, so back to Freddie Mercury. Nah, nah. Go what back. Talk about what you want. Yeah, oh, talk, you wanted me to talk about? Said, okay. I'm saying there's no off topic. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. There is uh, no topic, my guy. Yeah, so I was going to ask, like, the only human being that's... Like, um, there's two human beings that I've seen right now that are invincible to these times and invincible, invincible to like actual proof of them committing some kind of crime or something. It's our president, Donald Trump and R. Kelly. This fool literally would be in a, in a bus saying, I grabbed girls by the pussy and then nothing happens. He calls a girl, a dog. He calls Ted Cruz's wife ugly and Ted Cruz is running with this fool and saying, oh, he's, he's a man. And he called his wife ugly. Um, R. Kelly out here having like sex trafficking. He's a uh, um, um, sex slaving. Sex slaving. You see him like ejaculate on top of a fifteen-year-old, regardless of someone's age. Why are you ejaculating on top of them in front of public? That's crazy to me. Uh, the girl's fifteen. Nothing happens. Uh, yeah, recently those girls that are like missing from home, like under eighteen or whatever. Uh, this guy, like literally, um, nothing happens to him. Like there's a whole like big like news case and. He's chilling. I don't know, and I was wondering if you guys know how this man's surviving. He's surviving because he's got money. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. And, like, the public, like, view of him is good. And even though a lot of people, dude, he came out with a song that was, like, 10 minutes long or something. And it was a great song. And I literally read in the comments, people were like, you know what? Like, I forgive R. Kelly. Like, come on, man. Like, I understand that, but that's the type of power people like that have. You make a song and people are like, oh, man, I forgive them. Yeah, of course you forgive them because that wasn't your daughter. That wasn't your cousin. That wasn't your sister. And that's that's in a point, you know, in America, that's one of our problems. We don't care until it happens to us. You know what Mm. I'm saying? So I think that has a little bit to do with why, you know, celebrities or people with a big status could get away with stuff like that, you know? 
And uh, another thing is, I don't know if how many witnesses or people that were actually involved are willing to testify, you know? So without testimony and stuff like that, I don't know. They really don't. I don't know if they have a case. No, me either. And I don't want to, like, I'm not the type of person that talks bad about people without knowing exactly what's going on. But has he even been to court yet? Diesel just out here slandering R. Kelly. No, on no, the no. There's podcast. actually video proof of him doing it. Like, yeah, actually, no, you're you're a hundred percent right. And like, I'm I'm not the type of people that go like, oh, this person's racist or this person's sexist, and it has no real proof, and they just want to say it. There's proof of this fool on top of this girl ejaculating, then peeing on him, which is crazy. I don't know how someone could do that, and then ejaculating on top of her again. That sh- he should go to court. I'm not saying he should be guilty of it. Maybe he didn't know she was 15 or whatever. But at least go to court. This fool's out here just chilling, making music. Yeah, you're right. Living his life. Torn still. Yeah. And Don Trump, I still don't know. That shit's like a stain in American history. Um, for a guy to be um, be that terrible a person and be president. But yeah. Um, man, well, we got this Ram game in the back. Man, I hate the Rams, but I actually don't hate the Rams. I actually, damn, they just shouted them. out Thousand Oaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you going to hate them, bro? No, I was about to say, I don't hate them. It's just because they're good. So, that, I mean, the Eagles got to freaking play them if it comes down to it. You know, they're a stacked team. So, yeah, I do not hate I don't hate them. I've been a fan for a long time now. Um, I saw their facility in Thousand Oaks. Amazing. Um, I'm a Rams fan for life. Hey, I just read, too, that my guy, the right tackle, I don't know his name. I forgot his name. Um, you'll see it right Bohemian. Here. You see him? I don't know, but his name, he's, well, I don't know his name, I forgot, damn, dude, what the hell is name, his name? name, what is his name? I don't know his name, I, you know, his, you see his, you see his, uh, 66. his jersey, I don't know if it's the right tackle or the left tackle, but he's donating uh, his game check to the, the shooting, some sort of charity of the Thousand Oaks, yeah, damn, so, the Rams, dude, I like the Rams, damn. I like the players, Andrew Whitworth is his name, there we go, uh, Whitworth, that's their, uh, their captain on the whole line, that was huge, hey, but, um, I think since we kind of brought it up, that's kind of sad, we should say, uh, you know, our thoughts, prayers, and, uh, you know, our condolences go to uh, everyone who was affected by the shootings in Thousand Oaks. Man, I spent two years in Thousand Oaks playing football. And, um, man, I the community is a very nice, quiet community. It's very beautiful there. You know, everybody kind of just minds their business. So, to you know, for something that tragic to happen uh, in a community that, you know, you think nothing will ever happen. It's uh, It's just, you know. I don't know. You can't. I, I, don't, I really can't say like it should be an eye opener because this has happened way too many times. I think I saw a stat. It was like 304 shootings and 311 days this year. Jeez. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that yeah. is not like there's something that needs to be done. And this should have never even happened. You know what I mean? It's just where are we ever going to learn as a freaking I don't know. The government's just I really don't know what to do you know gun laws have to change you know people in power gotta do something but uh, i just wanted to say that real quick and then, uh, thousand oaks that wasn't the only time they got hit hard man the, the fires and everything going on too there's cali's i don't know hopefully everything works out in the end and everything ends up turning around but from what i saw the, a couple a couple days ago yesterday it was like zero percent contained so hopefully everything gets better yeah man uh, i was gonna say um with gun laws it was tragic but um one of the things I think it's it should be obvious is um, people have mental health issues. Like the guy that did the shooting had PTSD. Um, he shouldn't be allowed to buy guns. Like that should be obvious, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to change, but it's very tragic. And the thing with that's like, man, people get upset that 
that NFL players are taking a knee and they say it's disrespecting the flag, but when veterans come back from war, we're not taking care of them. That's the real problem. The problem isn't freaking that NFL players are taking a knee. It's that we don't take care of our military. That's disrespectful, if anything. Like, come on, man. There's so many things that we got to change and we got to be better as a freaking as a country but it's tough because it just starts with it starts with us so just do the best that you can be the best person you can and hopefully you know that just forces people to change themselves but that's kind of all i gotta say also rich the eagles play the cowboys tonight and i understand that you uh have a couple cowboys friends do you guys have any good bets going on today yeah i actually got a bet with uh chanchito danny chavez back at school um we bet loser has to pay for boiling crab for the other person and their significant other. So that's me. I'm the significant other. Chill, but so basically, like if I if I uh, if I if the Eagles win, then he pays for my meal plus Yesenia's meal, and obviously he's gonna eat with his girlfriend. So he's paying for the whole outing. Uh, he's paying for the brewskis too. Yeah, best believe I'm fucking. I'm getting two of everything, even if I don't eat it. If I take it home. Two pounds, two brews, two fries, two. I mean, go Eagles, man. I'm excited for it. Golden Tate's back. Uh, not back, but he's just newly acquired. And then we got Darren Sproles back. Uh, man, I'm excited. So go Eagles. And before we before we cut this podcast out, I just want to give two shout-outs. Do you guys have any shout-outs you guys want to give? Whatever. I got two shout-outs. Just give, uh, give a shout-out to the LA Clippers. The first Clipper game, the whole Clipper game I saw yesterday. Actually, not really. I fell asleep. In the, in the middle of the second quarter after halftime. And, and then I, I watched a little bit of the third quarter. And then I saw the rest of the game, but I fell asleep a little bit. That was the most of the Clipper game that I've watched, and they, it was a great game. They played against uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I wish I would have gone to that game. It was like six bucks probably to sit at the top. That's kind of not a good thing about Chris Paul and all them leaving. That chick tickets are go back down, ticket prices go back down to to really cheap prices. So it was a good game. Giannis Antetokounmpo or whatever he he did a really good he, he had a really good game. And uh, Lou Williams hit a big shot. Sweet Lou, as Ralph Lauer likes to call him. He had a tremendous game. And I'm a fan of this boy, Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's great. And uh, so shout-out to the Clippers because they're playing well. Second second uh, shout-out I want to give is to Byron Ezekiel. My young my young, uh, my young, young animal did a, what would you say? He, he flipped over yesterday. I don't even know how to call it. He rolled over. It was pretty great. It was tremendous to watch. He has great core strength, and uh, I'm scared for the future because he might be stronger and bigger than me. So I need to take uh, maybe a jiu-jitsu class just in case he ever tries to come at your boy. You got to take that uh, that uh, horse tranquilizer like. <laughs> yeah, like our boy. Yeah. What's his name? Diaz. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can't have your son stronger than you, man, until you're at least like 70. I'm never getting like I'm going to always be stronger than my kid. I don't care when he's a teen. I'm going to be stronger than that fool. Yeah, I can't get punk. Oh, one hundred percent. Jujitsu or uh, something. You know, not 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 a uh, martial arts, not karate or uh, not not kickboxing because I don't want to strike him. But maybe jujitsu just to de-arm him, I guess. You know? Or rich can baby get your uh, conditioning up. You know what I'm saying? I'll get your feet right. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace out.